2: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host.
3: You're about to listen to Bananas for Bonanza, Episode 7, which originally aired on June 22nd, 2020. This is Andy Daly. Hello. Here on this free feed, I'll be re-releasing all the back episodes of Bananas for Bonanza, one every other week. If you want to hear new episodes ad-free, please subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash andydaily. The entire Bananas for Bonanza archive is also waiting for you there, and you can access lots and lots of bonus content. So do that. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy. <music>
4: Yeah, Bonanza!
1: It's the finest show alive. So consult your TV guide, get your great outdoors inside, take some Ponderosa pride, and forever may it ride. I'm bananas for Bonanza. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh my
3: <laughs> shotgun this time yeah <laughs> you gotta step it up look at that you bring it you've brought a different kind of gun situation to every one of these recordings haven't you much i sure have
1: and i'm really looking forward to episode eight let me just leave it at that
3: is that right On uh-huh. huh? episode eight you got a special treat for us gun wise i can't
1: say much more because it's highly
3: illegal oh okay i think i have some ideas of where you might be going Mm uh folks you are listening to bananas for bonanza hosted by me dalton wilcox i am the poet laureate of the west and the foremost collector and chronicler of the wit and wisdom of the west and this here is a podcast devoted to the one and only television show that ever was bonanza and uh we're going to be talking about a one episode per episode and we're going to be talking about an episode today uh which is episode 7 and I'm uh, my co-host Mutt Taylor you just heard from Mutt say hello
1: Mutt hi it's me he himself now we'll talk about that later here in the oh, flesh boy.
3: you got that right and I'm my other co-host is here Amy Sleeverson hello Amy hi hi you guys each week we have a guest uh on this program and this week we've got a real exciting guest to help us talk about season one episode seven of bonanza this fellow by the name of cram daniels let me read what he's he says here he is the host of the deadwood boys which is the number one podcast about western tv series what the hell is going on what the hell is going on? Cram Daniels, are you there?
5: Oh, I am here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You know, I'm a I big feel fan. like
1: I'm a big fan, by the way.
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Mutt. That is that is I'm so glad to know that our pot listen, obviously I know because the numbers bear it out. We have the number one podcast on all of podcasts that is documenting episode by episode a tv series that is dedicated to western frontier life we what the are what are you
3: talking about what is happening right now that this the, is like i'm staring into a mirror the tv show pool we're pool talking
5: about is deadwood it ran on hbo from 2004 to 2006 oh. followed by a movie oh. released just last year it's an amazing show
3: and I'm I thrilled
5: know. to be here. Once I heard you guys were doing this Bronanza thing, I said, I got to hey, get it's on this. Bro-nanza.
3: What? <laughs> it's called Bananas for Bonanza. Oh. Like, I ain't no Bronanza. Sorry.
5: I thought it was Bronanza. I'm sorry. I, that's a miscommunication, but I'm Dead very excited doesn't to be
4: have here. have near enough episodes.
1: Yeah, Deadwood, that's real finite, friend. It's and I'm very finite, but
5: it's... Uh, it's a it's a it's a show that has uh writing that is shakespearean in how uh dense and uh, and just dis- like uh, to discern what's going on you really got to dig in so each episode yeah. we dig into it takes us four or five hours to really get a full scope of the episodes so the other very long episodes i know that well, because
1: uh, now i don't listen to podcasts but i subscribe to a service that downloads it and transcribes it and sends it to me like a phone book and mm-hmm. these episodes Episodes. when I get them they're super thick I, I mean I let my uh, one I have a kid I don't have a, a wife or anything like it, but I do have a kid and he drives a John Deere tractor but he can't see over the front of it so he sits on two of those episodes of your Deadwood podcast and that's how he drives they so listen sick. that sounds it's,
3: like somebody finally found a use for your podcast oh, oh, I'm caught in the middle Shot but, fired. Yeah. <laughs> listen I
1: understand
5: I'm and I'm I'm just happy to be here because listen if some of my listeners find this podcast you know that's great for you guys because because we are just up to our okay. eyeballs in in listeners, really. Our ear we balls, don't need, We're
3: not going to need your help. <laughs> You're not going to need your damn help. How many episodes do they do of that Deadwood show? How many?
5: Oh, uh, I think there is a total of 26, maybe
1: 24 or 26. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: What a joke. What <laughs> That's a not
1: joke. even a season of Bonanza.
3: <laughs> That's true. That's not even. What's you know hint- how many episodes there are of What's Nanza? interesting
5: about it is there's a certain degree of You know, because it's premium because it's HBO, you know, there's something uh-huh. really exciting about it versus kind of just anything that's thrown up on YouTube in some sort of very low standard definition or below kind of transfer. You know, that's what are you talking about. I want to get lost in a series where I can see clearly and in focus the characters' faces, the backgrounds, everything.
1: Wait, you're and watching I, well, this on YouTube because I, I watch this on a on a broadcast television tube television, and it's I. I will admit it's a, a digital and ante- television a tube television. <laughs> it's a digital antenna, but every one of them channels got a little secret channel behind it. You know about that? Like there's channel 13 a B and C and Bonanza comes on in 13 C and it's like watching it in like the old days. I don't know about this YouTube.
5: That's yeah. all well and good, but I'm just, I'm just going to say I, I happen to watch this episode of Bonanza on a, on a YouTube link and uh, it was very difficult to make out what was even going on.
3: I watch it on YouTube, too, and I have it projected on the side of my barn, and I shoot the bad guys. That's what I've been doing lately. Oh, wow. And it, I, I know exactly what's going on. Amy Slaverson. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of this Deadwood show?
4: I haven't, but I do have a new product that I'm hoping that might be of interest to others. It's a Lazy mm. Susan, and then on the uh-huh. outside um, – uh it, it there's an inscription from Samuel 18:27 and it i think it, it says it says where we are right now David went okay. out and killed 200 Philistines and brought back their foreskins
3: Oh he brought back their foreskins yes that's a lot of foreskins 200
4: 200 so- Philistines and those are the people who are, who are the problem Did he just bring those back in
1: a sack or uh, stitch them together like a popcorn garland?
4: Well, Mm. they don't say exactly if he was a crafter, but they say that he went out and he brought back something. And that's also about sharing, which is my business model, is helping empower women of faith.
5: Do you think that there's any any chance that on the road home, he snacked on any of those foreskins? if he became hungry or something like that i mean are we sure he he arrived we know he arrived with 204 skins but how many, yeah, did, how many did he with? leave
1: with
4: i yeah. thought about getting into foods and things that, but the problem is if you have too much product and and it can deteriorate you know has a shelf life you know that kind of comes out of your pocket
3: I'll bet you you could sell. I am not even. I'm not recommending it. I'm just speculating that you could sell pickled Philistine foreskins, or or audience. dried, salted, dried yeah, salted, like a dried jerky out. style,
1: mm-hmm. you know, or um, f- deep fried like pigskins.
5: Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. There's a lot of. I mean, this here. this we this is a business right here, guys.
1: We're not kidding, huh? That's Amy? that's
4: you want to know they were quality and that you were getting them from a good source.
3: That's for sure. Well, uh, okay. I am uh, disgusted and angry that there is a podcast about another Western TV series. And you say it's number one by the numbers. What are we then? Yeah. So on the you know,
5: the way they the way they break down, you know, comedy, uh, comedy podcasts, music podcasts, entertainment podcasts, you know, each each kind of category. So the podcast category that is uh, television show recap which is what yeah. we all fall under. Uh, okay. Dead, the Deadwood Boys is number one. Number one with a bullet, uh, because it's a Western-themed right. show.
1: <laughs> I like that.
5: Um, I like that, too. And we get, you know, approximately half a million to 750,000 downloads per episode. Um, we, we've got a lot of uh, advertising dollars behind us. We're part of yeah. a pretty big network. Where, you know, it's pretty exciting time right now to be podcasting in this genre, especially.
3: Yeah, I think I think we probably get a couple billion listeners. Yeah. Uh, to, I mean to if this you show.
1: consider alone just the three of us download once each time, that right there. I mean that's
5: yeah. I mean certainly significant, of course, yeah. but you know, it's just hey, listen, I'm not here to try and make it competitive. Like you guys, I get it. You guys are just mm-hmm. starting, you're still in season 1. That's very exciting, and I just want to, you know, I'm I'm trying to help you guys with the little thing you're doing here Bronanza.
4: Da- oh my da- my. God. Jealousy is a map. It shows you where you want to go.
3: Oh hey. Yeah. That sounds I pretty like good. That. That's really good. Where I want to yeah. go is to this guy's house and shoot him in the face.
5: Oh well, you know, I live in Los Angeles, uh right okay. in the center of the city, so you know, yep. please uh, feel free to come on by. I'm assuming you're not a you're not in this area, but um based on what oh. I'm seeing on the on the Zoom call we're
3: on, you Yep. This is my ranch just outside of Tombstone, Arizona, and uh, it's a quick bus ride to Los Angeles, so just watch yourself. I want
1: to come to your house, too. Just could I be a guest on your podcast? As I said, I'm a big fan.
3: Oh, Mutt, oh, we'd love to have you
5: on. You know, your expertise from this show alone would give you, you know, watching this episode of Bonanza, there's so much, so many, there's so much, the Venn diagram, there's so much overlap, right. you know, uh, a frontier town, uh, um, uh, you know, people have come to get rich on, on uh, you know, on claims that are, you know, argued over and adjudicated who is the rightful owner. I mean, these these plot lines are so similar across both shows, just one done terribly and one done amazingly. Dalton, it sounds like a,
1: Amy, would you guys mind? Would that would that be a conflict of interest if I were to be a guest on his podcast just for one episode, two tops? I mean, not, certainly not were, a season. It's crash promotion. It's the best thing you can do. But, I like you know it. what it's, you could maybe do is come on
5: sometime when the journeymen are on.
1: Oh hell, I didn't know my brothers in uh, in musical charms are uh, doing podcast circles. We've hell reached
5: yeah. out we've reached out and they've said that they are very interested in coming onto oh. the show and that they would love to talk about a theme song perhaps. Who does the theme song for this show, Dalton?
3: Oh The Journeyman does a the theme song for this show. It's the oh. best theme song of any podcast that ever was, and they are goddamn not gonna do a theme song for the Deadwood boys, goddamn it! Oh, no okay. chance about it. Uh, I'm getting furious now, I'm getting real mad. You made me mad.
1: Oh, I I do apologize. I didn't think it would be a problem. I don't know what I've gone and done.
3: I've obviously
5: Cr- miss I've misspoken or I've made a misstep. Yeah. My apologies. I'm not trying to cause any strife here between you guys. Obviously, Graham. Be, Cram, p- be put curious your hand over about your, your anger,
4: moment. Dalton.
3: What'd you say about my be anger? Be
4: curious about it.
3: Be curious about it.
4: Let's see All how right. it feels in your body.
3: Oh, it feels real good, but. <laughs> I like it. If you go on his show as some kind of a spy to bring it down, I then I like saying. it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Cram, put, you, put your hands over your ears for a second if you don't yeah, mind. Absolutely. Or yeah, take happy your, right. happy put to. happy. will take my headphones off. Hands between your there headphones you and ears if you don't absolutely.
3: mind. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. So I'm a
1: type so you, of double agent now. Normally I don't do spy stuff because I'm a cowboy, but as long as it's genre specific, I'm into this
3: i think that's fair all right you're gonna go on that podcast and you're gonna destroy it from the inside <laughs> tell me all their secrets too oh, yeah okay okay i'll get their play plan Mark. you got it all right cram daniels you can take your hands out of your earphones now hey Peace cram go. damn it cram wave, wave at him god wave. damn it cram why is he looking at his <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> 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 Man, we can't get Crab's attention. Again. Jesus Christ, Crab! How long do you think this conversation was going to be?
1: Amy, can you do some kind of shrill uh, whistle or banshee scream or something? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm back.
3: Oh, thank
5: you. I heard a you, very high pitched noise uh, and assumed
3: that was my cue to come back. That's, That's right. It was. It yeah. just about blew out our whole sound system. Well, uh, okay, yeah, everything's fine, Cram, and you're very welcome here, and I'm uh, delighted t- for you to have Mud on your Great, show. so let's get Terrific. into Season yeah. 2, Episode 3 of Deadwood. Wait, no, <laughs> no, no, don't, you're, you're, we're not doing that now. What? This is You're on Bananas for Bonanza right now. We're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 7 of Bonanza. Oh, okay. Not talk- That's you'll right. Have to wait. You'll have to wait. Still that, another That's time. no problem. I have no problem with
5: that. Let's do that. And then we'll talk about that for a couple minutes and then we'll jump in to, my guys are already here and recording, so we'll jump straight into season two, episode no. three of Deadwood.
1: I am prepared I to it, do that. I think that's where they talk about Hearst coming to town and he it says... It is Hearst's
5: man. Mr. Mr. W man? has arrived. Hey, hey, Mr. Yeah, Walcott has arrived. It's not going to work that way. It yeah, can't McCall, work that way. Yeah. Joni no, Stubbs gonna, has her new
3: whorehouse way. up and running. Sure, you know? Sure, hey, 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 hey. No, it cannot work that way. We devote one hour to talking about an episode of bonanza on this podcast what you do after that hour is perfectly fine with yeah. me no problem don't you it's your show Dalton. you go right ahead that's thank you very i don't need permission to go right ahead from you this is my damn show this son of a bitch he's so friendly but then he, he sticks the knife in god damn this guy Whew. You right. Who? I'm you know who you saw
4: Mike Dalton?
3: Who do I sound like?
4: Ben Cartwright.
3: Oh, you oh my do God right
4: now. Taking yeah. care of everything and being so codependent, want to be control. He wants to control everything, even stuff that isn't on the Ponderosa. The Ponderosa is is his land, but then he doesn't have to go into Virginia City all the time. But he does, and then he 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 tries to fix everything
3: yeah well ben cartwright is the literally the only responsible sensible human being anywhere in the utah territory but uh, listen, before we get into the episode, damn it, we've done it again. We waste all this time. Take us so long to get to the episode. What I want to do one of these days is start off saying, "Welcome to Bananas for Bonanza, Scene One," and just go. But every time we have to all this nonsense. But I do want to tell you, uh, we've had a, a lot of enthusiastic response to the 2021st annual Wilcox Ranch Exposition of Cowboy Poetry, Wit, Wisdom, Western Music, Beans, Necker Chips, and Rope. Tricks, and that's going to be happening on July 4th. The journeymen are going to play, and uh, Bartleby Mulcahy is going to come down and sell some of his sand paintings. And Chip Junction is going to be there giving a live demonstration of Blue Dead Redemption. And Amy Slaverson is going to be there selling products. and And we're going to see if we can lure Russell Shine down there, and put him in a drunk uh, dunk tank full of piss. And uh, it's just gonna be a great damn time. Dalton, okay? <clears throat> I'll, yeah. sa- I'll,
5: t- I'll say this, if it helps you out at all, me and the yeah. rest of the Deadwood boys would love to do a- come and do a live oh. episode of our oh. podcast at your festival.
1: Oh.
5: <laughs> Whoa. <Wow>. Well,
3: <laughs> sure, that sounds wonderful. Why don't you <laughs> come on down and I'd love to have all you boys there on my property. Terrific. There- to do your thing and and come home perfectly safe. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I would assume yeah. nothing less.
1: I'm uh, right. working up a, a wild west stunt show, spectacular shootout, and we're going to need a couple of volunteers from the audience. Well, yes, we
3: just might need some volunteers <laughs> for wild it. west. Wait, Amy, shootout. come on, Amy, now. Oh, not, not you, Amy. Oh, oh. The fellas from the Deadwood Boys. Oh, maybe be we'd. love
5: to. Volunteers. We'd love to participate. We'd love to bring our audience to to yeah. you. We'd love to have. Uh, we can. We can record an episode. Perhaps you guys could be a guests on our episode. Uh, we could do some of the readings of our metropolitan-based poetry.
3: Any of the things metropolitan that are metropolitan-based poetry. Yeah, you do metropolitan-based poetry. There's no such thing. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> I can't you even know, imagine how that
5: Poetry would work. about.
3: About city life. Ah, oh, come on. Oh, that's dog Almighty. Off. Good heavens. Who in, the, who in their right mind would ever want to hear that? <laughs> oh, my God. You are a piece of work. Well, all right. Uh, we'll have you out there, and we'll try not to kill you. Here we go. Let's t- Let's talk about this episode. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't say my famous catchphrase that I say at the very beginning of every one of these episodes. Hello, friend. Come on in. The gate is open wide. <laughs> Welcome to Bananas for Bonanza. Dang it. Is it too late to say that? Hell no. So are you
5: going to just, you know, because I know you guys are just at the figuring out podcasts and it's cute to see. Are you going
3: to like edit that into the beginning or are you just going to leave it here? Edit. Oh, don't you worry, my friend. It's going to be smooth as silk by the time it hits the airwaves. We're sons and daughters of God. (laughs) That's right. We are sons and daughters of God, you son of a bitch. This
1: podcast is edited by God, you goddamn side-crawling crab-faced motherfucker.
5: So yeah, is that who you would like me to send the wave file to when I'm done with this?
1: Yeah, send it straight to God, okay. and send it with a message that you're here to stay permanently. Okay, boy, I Sounds really good. flipped. I really flipped.
3: <laughs> good for you. Oh boy, I'm steamed. He's burning my biscuit. Ugh. All right. Well, this what we're going to talk about today is episode. Well, no, this what you're listening to right now is episode seven and episode five of Bananas for Bonanza. And we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 7 of Bonanza, the television show. And this episode is called The Saga of Annie O'Toole. And it has lots of things, but not everything. It has, (laughs) believe it or not this episode at no point does anybody shoot anybody in this episode I couldn't believe it I had to rewind and go back and watch the whole thing over again. at no time was anybody shot but there's some top-notch brawling there's a couple of hilarious hop sing episodes we're going scenes in there we're going to talk about uh, there's a uh, a couple of very brief and peculiar appearances by a couple of engines and there is another woman of the week so uh that's exciting. And uh, I don't know, though, but, but but might be that we have to take a goddamn uh, uh, break already. Do we have to take a damn break before we get into the episode? Uh, it appears appear we do. When we come back from the break, we will be talking further with Mutt Taylor, Amy Sleverson, and Cram Daniels. Of, uh, of uh, a pitiful uh, podcast that nobody listens to about a television show that, as far as I can tell, never existed. Deadwood yeah. boys number one with a
5: bullet. Our fans are called fucking cocksuckers.
3: <laughs> Is that what you
5: call your fans? That's what
3: they call themselves. Well, oh. it sounds accurate. You guys, All right, we, we, we gotta
4: maintain our our relevance.
3: <laughs> On this, your irrelevance.
4: Though, our our relevance. Our relevance.
3: Yeah. I'm not worried about our relevance. We're very relevant. We're talking about Bonanza, for heaven's sake. All righty. We'll be right back after the break. Mm Welcome back to Bananas for Bonanza. Dalton Wilcox here, Amy Sleverson, Mutt Taylor, and Cram Daniels are special guests for this episode. We're talking about uh, episode 107, The Saga of Annie O'Toole. And uh, this is, man, oh man, this is a real good episode. Let's just get right into it. You ready? Yep, absolutely. Uh, This episode opens like any classic multicam sitcom where you've got a father and a daughter. And she doesn't have an Irish accent, but she uses a lot of Irish lingo. Uh, And he's got an Irish accent. And, of course, because he's Irish, he is a drunkard. And she's hassling him about his drinking. And they're talking about a fella named Swede who seems like she's fixing to marry. And as soon as they start talking about him and how long he's been gone and when he's coming back, he bursts in the door and uh he is by the way that's alan hale jr oh the this is skipper. The after playing sweet. yep she's he was actually the doing
4: a specific accent it's known as high school musical my fair lady accent
3: <laughs> is that what alan hale is doing yes <laughs> well yeah he's a you probably remember him as a skipper on that stupid show gilligan's island and uh He's a guest star in this episode, and I have a feeling that he might have auditioned for the role of Hoss. I just have a, I just have a feeling. Yeah, you know, you that's
1: can, probably right.
3: Yeah, you can feel the tension, and you the, think they the they on. they probably held on to him and said, you
5: know, that guy was good when he came in for Hoss. We didn't end up using him, but maybe we can use him for the Swede part.
3: Yeah, yeah, they they tucked him away for later reference, and now as he gets to As someone who up.
5: is not a regular Bonanza uh, watcher, I will admit to being very confused by this opening scene as it stars none of the series regulars for this TV show and establishes a set of circumstances that heretofore I don't believe we have any understanding of their context within the larger Bonanza world. That's, well, not at all. That's
4: fact- Bonanza.
1: Now, on the casting, my understanding was this was a Star Wars, Carrie, Brian, De Palma, George Lucas thing where they shared auditions, Gilligan's Island and Bonanza. And it was <laughs> just a whole day. And you'll hear all kinds of stories from Bob Denver and hot. I mean, wow. Oh, yeah. Christopher Hollywood Walken. Or. Everybody.
5: Oh, yeah. Everybody's
3: involved. <laughs> Amy Chewbacca. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the actor, you went in for the day. The actor not Chewbacca. Know. <laughs> the yeah, it's your bucket. you yeah. got a phone call at the end of the day telling you whether you got on Gilligan's Island or Star Wars or Bonanza, and you had to take the job, whichever one it was. They yeah. assigned you to no, they shows. just
4: film it and then they edit it together, and you walk walk around, and they say, and they uh, everyone's wearing a body cam, like all yeah, all yep. police officers. Those wearing. must
1: have been huge body cams back then.
3: <laughs> Very big. Dan Blocker got to be on the greatest television show of all time, and Alan Hale Jr. got to hit an idiot with his captain's hat <laughs> year after year after year. Poor fool! <sighs> that show, by the way, they had all kinds of different people on Gilligan's Island, but they didn't have a cowboy. They should have had a cowboy. No in my kidding! Opinion.
1: Not even could close. have said the there professor is no, there and is no Marianne no and a cowboy
3: crossover episode between
5: the Bonanza people and because uh, they they aired uh, during the same years, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Almost every television show aired while Bonanza was aired. Yeah. Bonanza overlaps on. for, I think, 11 years with The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, at least. <laughs> yep. It was on... Uh, it might still be on. No, I'm kidding. It was on until 1973. 14 years of Bonanza. Damn, not enough. Well, what we do learn now is that uh, Swede, there in San Francisco, Swede went down to Nevada and he uh, staked two claims in the Washaw Diggins and he's come back and now she, Annie O'Toole, says, hey, I'm entitled to one of those claims and Swede accepts that and he gives her one of those claims, Right. Yeah. Okay. Then we go to the opening credits, and here's just a little piece of trivia about this episode. Uh, (laughs) This episode marks the seventh time that the burning map is featured in the opening credits of an episode of Bonanza. Every time
1: this fun fact comes up, I don't think it can get more fun. And every time,
3: it gets exponentially more fun. Yep. It's just a fun fact. Now, mm -hmm. just because,
5: I again, I haven't been watching, and nor do I plan on watching further Is the map burning more and more each episode? Will we get to a point? In the end of the first, the credits of the last episode, will the map be burned completely?
1: Cram, jealousy's a
3: map, so it doesn't look good on you. That's right. Burn your map of jealousy, Cram.
4: It's foreshadowing the end times. And Um, and they just cut and paste the same clip every time because we know what the story is going to end like.
5: Amy, do you feel at all like the burning map, this map of this area on fire is trying to suggest that this ponderosa or this area might be in fact hell? Yes. Quite. That, well, yeah. that, well, that Satan's Satan's flames are licking at like I'm just I'm curious as as someone of faith. Do you like that you that you believe in bonanza as something that is has good moral Christian values? When clearly the the opening titles suggest that this takes place in hell.
4: Well, that's the confusing thing about being a Christian is having faith, and you don't understand the mystery of God's wisdom. So anytime True. you don't understand it, you just go, "Oh, I'm not meant to."
3: True. Yeah. Yeah. But you have said previously that the Ponderosa is the uh, the land of Israel. Isn't yes,
4: that? yes, and I have mm-hmm. some plates coming out um, that are dinner plates are decorative that you can you can put on the wall um, about Sarah laughing at God. Sarah uh-huh. was past the age of childbearing, and so Sarah laughed herself. She thought, "Am I worn out? How how will that happen?" And then Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, I will really have a child now that I'm old? And then he says, I will return to you and Sarah will have a son. And Sarah was afraid, so she laughed and she said, I didn't laugh. But God said, Yes, you did.
3: And he made her bear a son, though she was beyond child yeah, but, but bearing, yeah. childbearing age.
4: Yeah, and that's it that that's on a plate and it's a it's a dinner plate or it can come as a platter
5: a question for you amy those plates obviously they can be used to eat off of or serve a, a meal on can they be no, used no, during no, a brawl no, no, to be no, broken no, over no. someone's head
4: yes yes <laughs> they can be used as defensive because
5: we saw that a lot in this episode. There was a lot well, of breaking of good, plates over people's that, heads.
3: Listen, that's a good, uh, 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 what's the word? Segway. Maybe? I'm just going to give you a
5: couple of podcast tips here, Dalton. It's a good oh, segue boy. into oh, continuing
3: oh, to talk about the episode. Oh, do, I you didn't your I, help do you I see what I did there? Already, you son of a gun. Here's what now this was uh last time we had a 12 year old boy as a guest on this podcast and he f- he's actually described bonanza as boring and I felt like it was unfair because we didn't show enough of the brawling and the exciting stuff so I'm starting this one off right away I'm gonna damn damn it I'm gonna share my screen I screwed it up over. hang on now I'm sharing my screen and I'm gonna show you a hell of a clip wait a minute I gotta share computer sound as well and we're gonna show you the really outstanding brawl that opens this episode but that's not it oh son of a gun don't make fun of me cram here we go
5: (laughs) here we go you're doing great you're doing great dalton i know i am
3: oh with a a dog now here come these miners in the washoe diggings they're gonna attack oh they think they can swing a pickaxe at ben cartwright there goes adam it's a big old brawl and the music is very this is incredibly loud. Overwhelmingly loud. <laughs> oh, hang on. I can adjust that. There we go. Now there goes the two engines. Their tent just got squashed in the fight and they ran away like cowards. And uh, little Joe beat some people up, his chest is exposed, his hair was heaving, sweaty chest. Look yeah. at this comical oh, thing
2: I here. He almost tripped over. Well, this isn't any of our affair. Oh, son, we can't ignore the rest of the world.
3: We're the
1: only stabilizing influence in the country. Yeah, hey, well, you sure stabilize that one, Paul. <laughs> now, I How didn't about hear that, a word you said, but I imagine it was great.
5: Yeah, I could see everybody's uh, mouths moving, but the volume
3: on the clip was just so hot, so loud. Okay. That's fine. So even, I turned it down at some and that, that didn't make a difference for It did for not him. make a difference. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Some people might
4: say, don't criticize, <laughs> condemn, or complain, compliment.
1: Oh, well, you did a great job of making that too loud.
5: You did a great, and also I will, say, I will compliment you. You did a great job
3: eventually finding the clip you wanted to play. Well, <laughs> thank you very much, you son of a bitch. <laughs> What? I know when I, I know when I'm being condescended to. How by
1: soon the way. could I be on that podcast? Do you think, there, Cram?
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got episodes we're, we're
5: we're recording episodes every week, so it really depends on if you'd like to do it over Zoom like this, or if you'd like to wait and come and do it in person sometime when we are, you know, when it's safer to travel
1: and so forth. Ah, well, I'm ready for that now. We'd oh, love right. to have you I, yeah. either
3: way, Mutt, uh, Yourself, I think you got to The got to go there in person. Yeah, I think yeah. you got to go there in person. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: I'll go there in person, and I've been quarantined in the back of my trailer, so I, I'm I'm clean.
3: That's great. He's fine.
5: Yeah. He no, and I and I said just so you for your peace of mind, I've been quarantined here as well. It is just me and my young son. Uh, you know, I'm a single father. It's a we're just here together getting through it. Uh, had a bit of a dust up last week. He was bit something bad and has been acting out a little bit, but otherwise, he's what doing was, fine.
1: What do you mean? What was he bit by?
5: Uh, it's a pretty nasty bite. I'm assuming it was a dog of some kind, but it's it okay. seems nastier than a dog's bite, like but, just you know, two two holes. No, there's Cram. four there's four holes, but uh, it's uh, it's really it's pretty severe, more so than like a normal dog would do, you know, maybe a large dog, me. a really Cram, large. Are dog. you?
3: Are you emotionally attached to this child in any way at all? Of course I am. He's my son. Okay, well, then this is going to be very hard. But between now and the next full moon, you've got to shoot that boy with a silver (laughs) bullet.
5: Uh, I don't know about that, Dalton. That seems
3: pretty severe. Nope, that's the only way to do it. And if you don't, I will. Understand me? (laughs) I think it's better if you do it. I think it's much better if you do it in that kind of of mice and men kind of way where... The smart one had to shoot the idiot, even though everybody wanted to shoot him. He's yours. You shoot
5: him. I hear what what you're saying, saying? but I I think I, you know, I'm not, listen, I I live in Los Angeles. I I don't think there's anything nefarious or supernatural happening here. My son is just now, uh, you know, he's becoming a man. He's a little hairier than he was, but you know, he's never been been to, you've never been to Trader Vic's. No, never. (laughs) Is his hair
1: perfect? Let me ask you this. Is
3: he also an idiot? No, he's not an idiot. He's a very bright boy. Clever yeah all right well that's said here the cram daniels has a werewolf for a boy (laughs) but we're going to take care of that problem in the usual manner now all right amy and annie o'toole shows up in the washaw dig and she came here to claim her thing that she got her claim to stake her claim she got from swede who's not her husband and and now here is where the big problem happens with this episode. She hands her claim piece of paper over to Hoss, and Hoss takes her there to her claim. But Hoss, who we know is a lovable, gigantic idiot, unfortunately, I guess, takes her to the wrong claim. She's supposed to go to claim number one, and she ends up on claim number two. And while that, the, the Hoss is bringing her there, Hoss digs a grave for her father, who died on the way here, just as he, very specifically, he was very, very clear. He said, if I go to Nevada, the second I breathe that air, I will die. And that is precisely what happened. And so uh, Hoss digs a grave, they and they put him in it, and they bury that old man there. And then she, to thank Hoss, starts cooking up a meal, and some miners g- g- see that and yell out, woman cooking! <laughs> and they come running. That was a beautiful moment. Are you a good cook, Amy Slaverson? You are oh, woman.
4: yes. I love to lose myself in the kitchen. You know, especially I don't eat it myself. I only enjoy food if it, if it's, you know, if others have eaten first.
3: Is that right? So your husband over there, who we, we talked about last time, uh, yes. a- accidentally shot you at least one time. But I remember last time you said that you got caught in a crossfire when your husband was shooting at some beer cans. And i it was not until much later that I thought, well, that's not a crossfire because I don't think the beer cans were shooting back.
4: Oh, that's a very good point. I didn't even think of that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, anyways. <laughs> so
5: you were caught in friendly fire, really.
4: Friendly fire. But my husband, he tries to push me to be the best, the best that I can be. I'm... He wants me to be a prophet, and by that mean, I mean a p r o f i t, uh, and be a co missionary, mm-hmm. making money and being a hashtag girl boss.
3: Yep, and that's what you are, and and sounds like you're a hell of a cook too. And he you he eats his entire meal before you even tuck in for one bite.
4: Yeah, I, I just say you enjoy yourself, and I stay quiet, and then yeah, I, and- I wait for him to ask for drinks.
5: That's when you right. watch your husband eat his entire meal, do you do it the way that they do here in the camp where they all of the miners stand around and in real time watch us <laughs> eat a full meal oh, like alone? They just that's the right. Show he sits on the wagon and they the all gather around time and watch him eat. it takes a man to eat a meal <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's part of it. It's like it's, four full minutes of him just eating.
4: It's a yep. tension builder. It's like it's like radical f- French film.
1: It's like Norwegian slow TV. You heard of that? Yeah, sure. when you watch yeah.
4: a train for 4 days.
1: Yeah, except this is a just a fat guy eating.
5: It's like the scene in uh, Ghost Story or Ghost Story where Rooney Mara eats an entire pie alone. <laughs> well, that's
3: a, see, I'd I'd like to see that. David Lowery's movie? Yes. Hey, by the way, there's a line in this scene where Adam makes reference to Annie O'Toole's culinary arts and she says, watch your tongue. Yeah. Now, a couple weeks ago, they was too squeamish to call an obvious prostitute a prostitute on this show and now they're making a cundilingus joke. <laughs> oh, what do you make of it?
1: <laughs> now, they would have showed him eating that in real time, I bet, the whole meal. Oh, I'll make you think
5: <laughs> that Well, is... they do show that on Deadwood. I will be honest, <laughs> that is featured fruit. Pretty prominently in multiple episodes of Deadwood is actually how much real sex was happening on the frontier.
3: Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, we and it's okay.
4: Say. It's you can still be a virgin and and have have all the things on the outsides. Is that right? Yeah.
5: Yep. Oh, that's good to know. You that's could also. I mean, we are all adults. We should all know that this shouldn't be news to anyone.
1: Well, it's news to me. How? Well. Uh... I hesitate to say, but I... Um,
3: <laughs> go ahead, Mutt. Have you never eaten a
1: peach? Uh, well, now, how do you mean? Because I want to be real careful about this.
3: Have you ever practiced the culinary arts? Uh, mind your language. <laughs> I beg your pardon.
1: Look, I now, I hesitate to let this go out on a podcast because we have so many listeners, but it, just as it, as it turns out, I am a virgin.
3: <laughs> what in the <laughs> hell are you talking about, Montelar? Montelar, wow, yeah, my
1: what
3: son.
4: I am you saving yourself. Are you saving yourself for your wife
3: or well, a I've wife had
1: hold? a few wives, but I just immediately yeah. knew they weren't the one. You know, I got married and went, I don't think so. And uh, I can do better, and I thought. Between
3: I do and carrying across the threshold at the bridal suite, you said to yourself, this ain't going to I don't. Anything. You That's said right.
5: I do and then said to yourself, I don't.
1: That's right. Now, Have but you... we did do things on the outside, and I thought then I wasn't a virgin. But come today, I find out I am.
5: Oh, no. All exterior business does not count towards losing your virginity at all.
4: That's Whoa. right.
5: Whoa. You
1: you know what you can
4: do, too, that makes you under virgins, too, but it's, it's kind of like getting inside is you get a board with a hole in it
1: okay go like on a, oh,
3: well yeah that's not a bad idea nothing Better else. sure just to dig a hole in the just ground. a board with a hole in it
1: nothing else that's all i need now i'm, I'm taking notes here i go to home depot mm. and i just buy myself plywood or uh, MDF No, for get yourself do you have a wall to nut? what
5: you, do, do you make the hole yourself or do you are you, is your intention to happen upon a hole already existing
1: what Whoa, now? If I bought plywood love? without, a, if I bought plywood without a hole, is that not a virgin wood?
4: <laughs> that certainly is a virgin wood.
5: Okay. Keep in mind, though, plywood is just a lot of different woods pressed together, so you don't know <gasps> where every bit of that wood has been.
1: Well, ain't that the truth with the first two wives? Listen, uh, I'll get myself a fine hardwood like a walnut plank. Make sure it doesn't have a hole, and then mm-hmm. I make a hole, and then we're both together.
4: Well, then you've both decided on how big it is.
1: We decide.
3: Oh,
4: you and the board.
1: I've decided already. It's big.
4: My husband, we're getting my my uterus blown out so we can have an open plan.
3: Yeah, you mentioned that in the last episode. I remember you're talking about Uh, an open
1: plan concept. I remember that well. So you're just
5: gonna get rid of it. So you think you have a load bearing uterus? So you're just gonna. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just gonna kind of get rid of it, so you can really open things up and have a, a bit more of a, a is bit it more li- light. Get a little more light in there. Well, it's
1: just <laughs> one of those uteruses that you do an open plan, but you still got to have one support beam in there and a pipe maybe kind of coming down.
3: <laughs> Listen, that's a good point. You you I need to said, yeah, you need to have a contractor in to make sure that your cervix isn't to load bearing. An engineer. I,
4: I just an said engineer. to my husband, I said, all I want is storage. <laughs> that's all
3: I want what are you going to keep up there
4: oh i don't know beans
3: yeah <laughs> that's how it works with storage give yourself some storage and then you'll figure out what goes there. Uh, what well, yep, come you'll on find something your we're, claim
5: uh, your claim paperwork things you really want to keep safe
3: hey wait a minute why are you were you about to say that we have getting too far afield of this yeah episode? we got to talk about he, deadwood let's go yeah come you're on. not deadwood god damn it well, no I'm bonanza we're deadwood. talking about bonanza season two
5: episode three <laughs> No, we're not talking about Requiem that. Don't Al really Swearengin is finally feeling better oh. enough to get up and around the camp again after these savage beating and hey, minor hey, throat hey, hey, at hey, the hey. hands of Seth That doesn't Bullock.
3: sound interesting. That sounds boring. <laughs> what happens boring when Christians hear
4: about Judaism and how wonderful it is. <laughs> Don't let them know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't let them know. Oh, my God. All right, look here's what happens so adam just wants annie o'toole to go home because she's the only woman in the whole wash all diggings and he knows what's going to happen to her he says this is no place for a charming woman it might be a place for a charmless woman but it ain't no place for a charming woman and so he wants to send her away but she doesn't have enough money to go back and he says hey i'll tell you what since you're so good at cooking why don't you open a restaurant and i'll build it for you and you can earn just enough money to get back to san francisco and that's a plan and she says well you come in as my partner and he doesn't want to but he does And then we go to some narration. For the first time ever on this show, there's narration. (laughs) Adam narrates a whole lot of exposition about how well their cooking business is going there. And uh, and then also... Yeah,
1: So I just want to say this was highly controversial because they did this with the different cuts of Blade Runner. And now you can find a director's cut of this episode of Bonanza without the uh, narration.
5: I was confused also by... Who was narrating? I didn't know it was Adam at first. It just I was like, maybe there's a omniscient narrator to this show. I didn't no, know this was the no. first time it was occurring.
3: Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's uh,
5: it's very strange. I can understand to seven episodes in just dump something like voiceover narration onto an episode of television. Very
3: atypical. Well, you- you got to be a lot smarter to watch Bonanza than you do to watch Didwoods. That is categorically untrue. Why why you'd be confused. But this was Adam, and he was narrating just to tell us some things. I'll bet you they shot scenes where this information was conveyed through dialogue. This is a
5: show that takes easily three to four minutes just showing a man consume a bowl of meat and potatoes. (laughs) So I don't think this show is really... Uh, On the cutting edge of intellect, you know, it's not asking a lot of its audience other than to understand that when food is eaten, it doesn't magically disappear. It is ingested (laughs) spoonful by spoonful by a giant lummox of a man.
1: Because we don't use spit buckets on this production. Every actor eats their food. (laughs) They
3: eat their damn food. Yeah, man, oh man, I can't believe what you just said. Literally all the stupidest people I know have HBO. Only the dumb ones. <laughs> Anyways, where were, we? oh, so uh, Ben Cartwright, by the way, uh, they he gets roped into being the judge, uh, the re- the uh, referee uh, for any minor's disputes in a minor's court and minor's law. These are all things that are brought up that I never knew existed before. Then we have a hilarious scene where Hop Singh is angry that they don't like his cooking anymore because uh, they're so used to Annie O'Toole's cooking. <laughs> Hop Sing he's a very funny, funny, funny Chinaman. And then, uh, what else uh, oh swede shows up swede this is the scene where you can really see the tension between alan hale and dan blocker what alan hale's like here i am lapping up the table scraps i couldn't have been eating the whole meal and he's uh in there and he says i'm worried because of the confusion about the claims and long story short as I th- sort of mentioned a little bit before, it turns out that Annie O'Toole was supposed to be on claim number one, but now she, no, she's supposed to be on claim number, I forget. Now, she, she's supposed to be on claim number one. Do you want me to break this down claim... for
5: you, Dalton? I have a pretty good no, no, I command, you know, of the episode, you know, it, it, just for sake of argument. If you want me to, t- you just you just let me know when you want me to
3: jump in. I don't need oh, your help, no. God damn it. He's he's he's, she's supposed to be sale. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's supposed to be on claim number one, but she is instead on claim number two. That's where she built a restaurant, buried her father, and now another guy comes along and his name is Trapdoor Gregory. And and, and you forgot to
1: mention that the father's name is himself.
3: Well, that's a strange thing. This was confusing, right? She keeps referring to her father as himself.
4: I thought it was an Irish brogue thing.
3: it is is an Irish thing. Is it
5: an Irish, is it a common Irish thing for one's father to be referred to as himself? Yes, but only once in a while.
1: Okay. (laughs) She managed to get it in twice a sentence.
5: You know, in a a way that you might say to someone, hey, keep your opinions to yourself, right? But
1: instead, this is as if it's his name is himself. Or is it like his majesty? What are they doing?
5: I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. I'll be honest with you. And
3: they did no favors in explaining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to be real. You got to be real smart and understand how Europe works. Like people like me, like I I really understand all things about Europe. Even though I hate it. Uh so anyways, this trapdoor Gregory, who by the way got his name apparently because in the Barbary Coast where he Shanghai's people by putting a trapdoor underneath a bar stool, and so a person will sit down and have a drink at a bar and the trapdoor will open under them and next thing they know, they're on a boat to China. Yeah, you he imagine? did a Warner Brothers cartoon. Oh,
4: I didn't understand what that was.
5: Yeah, at that all.
3: came out in a very yeah that came out in a very uh, uh very difficult way to understand. It, it would be out. one thing to fall through a trapdoor, but to fall
5: through a trapdoor atop a stool, that's yeah. dangerous. You know, like it you're really
3: dangerous. gonna and get
4: hurt. Boat. Like you're over a, on a pier. And then yeah, there's a and it turns underneath. out that
3: Annie O'Toole's father himself uh, uh, made the trapdoors, and they were the finest trapdoors the trapdoor Gregory had ever used, and he only paid himself in whiskey and never in... Oh. Himself the man. Himself the man. Yeah, not he himself. Not Trap, he himself right, trapdoor Gregory. Gregory. Right. No, trapdoor Gregory paid himself... Only when, in whiskey. What's confusing himself, about Himself the man. This? I'm saying Trapdoor Gregory paid himself in whiskey. But which himself? Himself.
5: Not himself, Trapdoor Gregory, but himself, himself, no. Re- the, capital H, the, the the man who refers to himself as himself. Why are you making this complicated? Trapdoor Gregory paid himself for the in money. Is, I just want Trappedor... the listener to be clear what's happening. Yeah, just money, for the Chris? sake of argument.
1: If he we'll was listen. to speak to himself,
3: would he whisper or say it out loud? He'd say it on trapdoor. Gregory paid himself in money, but he paid himself in whiskey. Yes, Amy. What's who's paying
4: trapdoor to Shanghai people?
1: Why? Why the are they being, being be the
4: put in? T- <laughs> what?
5: I mean, he's probably. I mean, my assumption would be, Amy, that he is selling people for profit.
4: Oh, oh, yes.
5: Yeah, that he is like a human trafficker of some sort. If that's the intent, if that's what, if if, if that is, in fact, if he's shanghaiing people out of the port yeah. of San Francisco, then my belief is, yes, he's selling people uh, at a price. So
3: that's, that's what's going on. So we don't like Trapdoor Gregory. Uh, okay, now, well, it and was, basically. It was what? nice
1: to see Adam get a little romance, because I was wondering, they've done it for Haas, they've done it for Little Joe. When was it Adam's turn?
3: Well, exactly. And not only that, when they did it for Haas, he fell in love and she died. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of episodes later, little Joe fell in love and she died. And so as soon as Adam and this woman started making eyes at each other, I said, she's a goner. She's going to be dead by the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. That's, but Car- I was wrong. Mm-hmm. They didn't quite fall in love. So she was able to live. That's right. Well, she, in fact, a type.
5: Yeah, it, she mm-hmm. loved the Swede, which we find out she very late in the episode.
3: She loved the Swede. Yes, I suppose she did. Well, uh, what now i this is the part of the episode happens all the time where I got to try and pick up the pace here to get through some of this plot. <laughs>
4: and, she can't read or do math.
3: She can't read. She can't do math. Good. But, but she, she makes amazing food,
5: um, to a degree that it warrants, uh, price increases from a dollar to a dollar 50 to $4 and 50 cents all the way up at the end of the episode, a plate of steak and potatoes is fifteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's in a very short places. amount of time, she is yeah. price gouging these miners to a degree that I
3: don't even understand what the how that's happening. It's eighteen fifty nine money too. Let's not forget that would be about that, a what, four four
1: hundred and fifty dollar steak.
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I at a certain point, I thought early in the episode that she might be like uh, pulling a con on the camp, you know, that it might be some sort of thing where she's kind of trying, she's going to be proven to be able to read and that this whole thing is some sort of scam that she and the Swede are running or something like that. But that is not the case. Uh, In fact, she is just price gouging the, the... the miners uh, charging exorbitant prices for the food yeah. that they Bonanza's now
3: Bonanza's not big on twists. Well, yeah.
4: once you, you teach a woman to read and count, that's what she'll do.
3: Yeah, that's true. She's extremely unscrupulous, this woman. Uh, and that's, that is, that's the truth. She's a strong woman, which means she's a liar. Uh, OK, so now there's going to be a uh, minor's court to determine the outcome of which one. of them. Now, this gets a little weird here because Traptor Gregory, he he definitely wants claim number two, which she is on and her restaurant is there and her father is buried there. And but he could just go and get claim number one. And I don't know why he thinks one is better than the other. But it turns out they determined that claim number two, in fact, has like the biggest silver strike and the whole washout diggings. I don't know how they found that out or when they found it out or what, how <laughs> well, Gregory would have
1: known that they found it I, out in those scenes that they cut to put the narration in. They yeah, there's again, a bunch of
5: narration that fills that in when they come back from a commercial break. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay,
3: well, I've got another scene to play, uh, but I don't know if well, it even...
1: Well, let me take my earphones off and put them across the room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not confident that this scene is going to make sense based on what I've told you. Yeah, I here hope, we go. If there's the... any way we can just boost that volume, that'd be great for me, just so I can... I'll do, I'll, I'll do my best. This scene is the Miner's Trial. Ben Cartwright is presiding over the Miner's Trial, and Adam... Has brought Haas up as a witness, and they are trying to determine who has the rights to claim number two, and you'll see what happens here, and uh, whatever. Let's just watch. Okay. Now, the whole point here seems to be that... Uh, uh, This is is more than I wanted to show you. May I call a witness, uh, Your Honor? Thank you. Uh, we're going uh, to have to ask God to do some editing because I didn't want to show you all
4: They're all thing. related. All the people in the court are know I, each other.
3: Yes, the judge is the father. The uh, attorney here is his huh? son. And then the witness
1: is,
5: is also his son. The hubbub. Everybody's doing hung, a lot of murmuring.
3: Hung yeah. yeah. Hung court. You, you, what's that? Court? What, are you questioning the legitimacy of this minor's court? Did you or did it's, you not? dig an exploration shaft on the disputed claim now look at the this. very first day miss O'Toole came to Virginia City <gasps> ho <laughs> oh, very subtle wink now Haas gets it yeah yeah I, I, I dug a hole it's a uh, just to answer the question yes sir I dug oh. a hole six foot deep six feet long and three foot wide
4: Oh, gentlemen def- that satisfies the, the
3: requirements yeah, and there's not a thing in Miner's law that says you can't bury a body in an exploration shaft and then fill it back up again, gentlemen. He's I ask your Just in like favor Hong of The <laughs> assessment true. work was done. All right. That's no, I didn't that. That's why one enough.
4: white family should always be in charge of law in a city because it gets Ooh. things done really fast.
3: Ooh, I don't. That's. I'm not sure that's right at all.
4: Well, it seems like that's what that was saying.
3: Yeah, that might just be the message of the episode. But anyways, uh, there's a bit of a dispute about whether Annie O'Toole has a legitimate claim on claim number two because she didn't make any improvements to the land during a certain period of time. After which the abandonment law. Well, has to be to clear, she it. doesn't have a yeah.
5: claim to to claim two at all because she was given claim one. Yeah, I know, but she falsified the document. She so falsified. Like she's she falsified. Yes, she lied. It's, she, I mean, lied. Like, she lied. And, and the person the on the trial ranche- should be Haas for being a moron and bringing her to the wrong place.
3: Yeah, I know, but they never mention that even one time that it's Haas' fault. And then the and, the Cartwrights
1: yeah. basically shanghai everybody.
3: Yeah. I know. It, 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 this is a there are, this is a rare instance of the Cartwrights being extremely dishonest <laughs> <laughs> in order to affect the outcome that they prefer, which by the way only helps the business that Adam is a partner in. So mm. it's uh It does seem like a conflict of interest.
1: <laughs> this is cowboy cronyism.
3: Yeah. That, yeah. Yes. Uh, now, maybe it makes it a little bit better that the person who lost out is literally named Trapdoor Gregory.
5: And he and he has like a mustache and it seems, you know, to be nefarious uh, in all ways, shapes and forms. Everywhere you look, drain the diggings. Like he refuses yeah. to take his hat off. He refuses to show, on, to, to honor and show deference to the court. You know, he's just a, he's just a no good guy.
4: He tries right. to hide by standing on a chair. <laughs>
3: Is that something that happened in this episode?
4: Yes, Annie is trying to hit him, and he escapes by standing on a chair within arm's length of her. Oh,
5: it reminds me of when Stephen Tobolowsky arrives in the Deadwood camp representing Yankton oh. to announce himself as the new. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. doesn't oh, remind anybody else of that. No, that's ridiculous.
3: Hey, look, I'm all right. Look, we're running out of time now. What else happens in this episode? It, you know. What oh, she sells claim two to uh, Trapdoor Gregory for twenty five thousand dollars, and then she goes over Oh, she can buy four
1: of her own meals.
3: (laughs) That's about right. She goes over, she takes possession of claim number one, she has a big fancy funeral for himself, and then they bury Trapdoor Gregory? No what trapdoor Gregory for it. He pays yes. for the funeral and
5: oh. the new, and his, himself is moved over and buried on claim one.
3: Trapdoor Gregory pays for a funeral to bury himself.
1: Now, <laughs> uh, well, no, that doesn't make sense. Why would you put good money out if you're just going to be dead?
3: Well, no, Trapdoor Gregory isn't dead. Huh? He paid for a funeral to bury himself. He's fine. Let me ask you this if he were All to right. touch
1: <laughs> himself, would it be just pleasure or mild assault?
3: How That's does I, I mean? What for doing? my que- my question be would be
5: for Trapdoor Gregory, how do you put? How does he put himself into the ground?
3: Mm. How does Trapdoor Gregory put himself into the ground? Yeah, just dig a hole and put himself in there. That's all. <laughs> Simple. And then and then and then who co- covers himself? Who you know? H- he and his boys cover himself.
4: The grave digger was a woman. It turns out. <laughs> <What>?
3: <laughs> What do you mean the gravedigger was a woman? Herself. That's oh, what
4: riddles, what he riddles. The answer is oh, the grave yeah. digger, and it was a woman. That's why you didn't think of it, because yeah. women, I don't usually do things.
5: Yes. The, How does
3: the a bullet man bullet bury was, the bullet was made of ice? Yeah. Oh. How can a man bury himself if he's a woman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Well, and then it turns out that. Uh, <laughs> They've got silver there on claim number one (laughs) also. So everybody wins. Everybody wins, except somehow they seem to indicate that Swede was going to profit from that. Oh, yeah, because he he marries.
5: uh, He returns and marries um, um, Ida Lupino.
3: Yeah, that's right. Well, that will bring to a close. Season one, episode seven of Bonanza. And now I'm sorry to say. It always pains me to say it at the end of one of these episodes. There are only 424 episodes of Bonanza left to go. We have uh, discussed seven episodes already. Yeah. I don't I know. I matter.
1: say sort of say we just start over because I, I, we're getting too
3: near the end. I know. It feels bad.
1: Well, you guys
5: uh, can do what we do uh, yeah. on the Deadwood Boys podcast, you know, and really dig in longer. You know, why? why do one episode per episode? Why not spend a couple of episodes per episode? you know a couple of podcast episodes to break down a single episode of bonanza really right. because this is long form storytelling bonanza you know really long drawn out scenes why not spend a lot of time just even spend an entire episode just deconstructing the opening titles and and the map burning
3: you know is that what you do there on deadwood yeah like we the, are we spend what do you call your thing the boys of deadwood or deadwood boys the, yep the deadwood boys yep yeah, well, we could easily do that. I think we could easily, we could spend up to 24 hours discussing one line of dialogue on this
1: show. Yeah. And by That's the way, Deadwood Boys isn't even a pun. How are you getting away with that?
3: Oh, yeah. Good question. Oh,
5: it's not meant to be a pun. It's just a, a group what? of friends talking about Deadwood.
1: <laughs> That's not a podcast.
5: Oh, I assure you it is.
1: No, you have to have a pun title to be a podcast. I, I heard that.
5: So, yeah. is, wait, so Bonanas for Bonanza is a pun? Yeah. Yeah. Because Dude, I mentioned too- to a couple of people that I was going to be on this, and they all found it very difficult to find it uh, using Google, uh, Why? because Why? they they weren't uh, understanding Bonanas. They were just trying oh, to find it with Bananas for Bonanza. I know. That's yeah, a different, they were spelling uh, I, bananas wrong. And I, for the longest time, just thought it was called Bronanza, uh, which is, to me, would be a better title. So, um, you know, it's uh, you've made it not only difficult to find your podcast, uh, right. but... Uh, uh, it's a difficult thing to kind of penetrate into, uh, simply because it is really kind of lost in the shuffle. You know You what have I mean? to
1: earn it. You have to want it. We're the speakeasy of podcasts. The,
5: oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, got another show
4: password. isn't for people who need it. It's for people who want it.
3: Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, it has been suggested a few times that we should spell the word bananas wrong, uh, B- because people expect people, people have a misconception about how that word is spelled, but we're spelling it correctly: B O N A, and then the rest. And uh, and I'm proud of our name of our show.
5: It's good, what, what, you know. It, it's nice in for consistency's sake. To any time you have a podcast entity to have yeah. the title be difficult to remember or say correctly is yeah. itself part of what makes a good podcast
1: right you, you know that much. the
5: host be each time uh, unable if they've said it right or wrong <laughs> and the common misconception in which to point people to find it you know a little bit of mystery goes a long way That's what in having
1: a
3: podcast
1: yeah you get it
3: <laughs> yeah i think you get it I get sure. it. Don't you worry? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Hey, does anybody have anything to plug? Amy Slaverson, do you have anything to plug?
4: Yes, I have a new set of serving spoons, with mm-hmm. two Thessalonians on it. it. It says, "If a man will not work, he shall not eat." And then I don't, <laughs> I go, don't, don't give my husband the serving spoons until he's gotten home from work. But he goes to work every day, so it's, it's, it's. I haven't really done it yet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny! I like that. That's a good. So you can get that at Lots of Daughters, uh, Cram Daniels. Uh, you can plug anything as long as it's not that hateful podcast of yours. Deadwood Boys.
5: We're uh. <laughs> uh, we're we're closing in on the end of season two right now. We've been doing the podcast for three years. Uh, An episode comes out every week. Please, uh, please subscribe. Uh, Check out our Patreon page. We're doing a lot of great work. It's again, the number one podcast about Western television, frontier life television. This is what we're doing. We live it. We're all city dwellers. Also, if you want, check out my uh, my internet presence where I do uh, city-based cosmopolitan poetry. <laughs> it is oh, everything about what is great about Ugh. being a city dweller. And that is uh, just what I'm putting out there, Cram Daniels, on all the
3: correct you know, platforms.
4: And it's just Chinese translation, so it's worldwide.
3: Yes. Oh, man, this is one of those rare vampire and Frankenstein and werewolf and invisible man people who needs to be put to death in all of those manners immediately. (laughs) And let's not forget his son is a goddamn werewolf. He probably bit his own son. It's not his son. It's not his son. It's himself. (laughs) Himself. Himself is a werewolf. He bit himself. All right mutt taylor yeah what do you have to prom- well
1: you know at the big july the fourth celebration i'll be doing a mexican standoff with myself and two mirrors so i was practicing with that and i went to a fun house with a bunch of mirrors and i shot a kid he had a ray gun Looked real enough yeah. you know what actually i think i'm just doing a monologue from
3: die hard so i got nothing to plug <laughs> yeah All right, Uh, well, if that's uh, all of the old business, then uh, I hereby move that we adjourn this episode of Bananas for Bonanza. Anybody second the motion? I second. Third. All right, those in favor of uh, adjourning, uh, say aye. Motion, aye. Aye, Aye. well, that's it. It's uh, unanimous. The motion carries. We'll see you next time on Bananas for Bonanza.
1: Bananas for Bonanzas, brought to you by Andy Daly with Maria Bamford and Matt Gorley. Theme sung by Matt Gorley with the Journeymen, which in this case are Mark McConville, Daniel Muchikoff, and Wade Ryan. Special thanks to our gang on the ground, Josh Richmond and Shannon Locke. Bananas for Bonanza is produced by Ryan Connor and Matt Gorley and executive produced by Colin Anderson and Chris Ben. We'll see you next time.